very productive today um still in the midst of productivity um okay because now tell me i don't know if it's i think it's my dryer that has this issue because my dryer is like i don't know very special it is special it's like fancy and so it does the thing where it like seeps like the like it 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 dry like it's like there's hot air blowing but there's also like it's like measuring like the moisture level or whatever so even though like a dryer you put it on a dryer setting that's supposed to be like an hour long or something right then Mm -hmm. but like it'll stop before the hour if it feels like the levels inside are you know like it's dry like they're like it like concludes that it doesn't need to go to the full hour because whatever it is that you have in there is no longer damp. Okay, yeah. What I do not have is the fancy dryer. <laughs> Our dryer is like super basic. Yeah. So it's great for the most part. Like it's, you know, so like it never. You need a, a PhD to figure out how to use it. Your washing machine, your dryer. I mean, so there's buttons, <laughs> right? But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is that the thing that's frustrating is that sometimes it's wrong, like, and the and it's mostly like when I put in like, um, like you know, okay, so for some reason, like fleece blankets, like will trick it, like so, like the blanket is actually still needs to keep drying, like it doesn't, you know, like it's not ready to come out of the dryer but the dryer always thinks that these blankets are done because I think it's something about like the way that fleece like the like that fleece like material like holds moisture that like it's it's measuring as though it's over with and it's dry but it's not so it's the most (laughs) and I always forget because it's like it's the duvet that like okay i have one of those weighted blankets and it has like a removable duvet you know so that duvet and like the dog's blankets like they're all the same material that kind of this like almost like a velour type like a velvety fleece you know okay um and it's there it's always those like that it feels like nope they're dry and i'm like they're not dry (laughs) like they're not dry and I try to like put them back in there and it'll only run for like another like 10 minutes and then it's like nope it's dry and I'm just like oh it's not dry it's not even close to dry it's (laughs) it's so frustrating anyway I've been super productive and I'm probably sound a little nasal because I've like kicked up all this like environmental like dust in the house because I had to like there's just things like that needed to be washed I did I'm I've done several I did like my regular 
like, oh, you know, like my regular, like two loads of laundry that I always do. But then I've subsequently done at least another three or four loads. Oh, wow. Mostly like this, what I consider like the industrial stuff. Like I had to like, I did all my personal stuff and then it was like, okay, doggy blankets and rug and, you know, big chunky towels that, again, I use for the animals. Um, Yeah, so it's just been a lot of that. And then also running the Roomba in all the different rooms. Can I Uh, tell you what um, Ainsley calls it? The Roomba? Yeah. No. <laughs> and so and now everybody calls it that. She called it Rebecca. Oh, I can't. <laughs> what? And so she started this like a long time ago. So now like, everyone's like, go run Rebecca. Turn Rebecca on. <laughs> Not Rebecca. Oh my, I can't with these children. <laughs> Rebecca, yes. Uh, so it's so funny. It just makes me laugh so much. Rebecca, she's so silly. Oh, that is so. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, I can't with these little kids. These babies, they're too much. The babies are too much. Not Rebecca. Oh mm-hmm. my god, <laughs> that <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oh, my word. Well, yeah. My Rebecca was hard at work today um, doing all the things. um, Thank you. So, but yeah, so I'm a little like once, like, I need all the dust to settle so that I can breathe again, clearly. I also, like, change the sheets. Like, you know, like, I was just like, I just went all in today, and I'm, like, exhausted. And now, like, and there's literally, like, a pile of like things sitting on the outside the kitchen door that need to go out to the dumpster and I'm just like uh-huh. okay that'll, that'll be like the final thing because <laughs> you know it's like as you're cleaning up you're like okay this is trash okay this is trash okay whatever like I th- did actually- you see the um god I'm sorry I'm go like completely lost my trainer thought like that quickly wow oh the, stu- the study that they did in England about like I think there was like 30% of people only wash their sheets once a year. Whoa. Once I was a like, year? I was like, that that's is gross. disgusting. Now, yeah. I have to say, that's super gross. I'm not that bad. <laughs> However, I am not like a huge sheet changer. Like, you, like, like, how often do you change your sheets? Now, like every two weeks, like it should be a weekly thing, but I do not change them weekly. So about every two weeks, I wash my sheets. Well, see, that, that's still better than me. <laughs> so you think that the right thing, like like the proper etiquette would be once a week? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, yeah. I think I'm probably at like, honestly, like I probably change my sheets once a month. Okay. Uh, but I think it also matters, like if you shower before you go to bed. I yeah, which I do. Like so, I, yeah, I'm, so always, that, I'm a yeah. pre, 
Yeah, that's why we travel well together because I do my yeah, I do my thing at night, and you do your thing in the morning. Yeah, so I think that's like part of it because I was like, you know, like I really like, yeah, I, so I, was, um... like, I should be doing like at least once a week, which I need to get better about. But like, do the thing. The funny thing is, like, as soon as I read that article, like, I went and put my wash my sheets. <laughs> You're like, that's not gonna be me. I'm not gonna get caught up in this little uh survey. Yes, yuck. No, once a year, that's crazy. Now, because honestly, like, I mean, I feel like okay, I'm pretty sure it's once a month. I should do them more often, mostly because I let the dog and the cat on the bed. Um, and so I should do it more often (laughs) because, like just just the fact that they exist on the bed hey. on a regular basis that now they're not on the sheets mind you they're like on the blanket they're on the top yeah they're like they're never like in between the sheets but um but yeah like it's still so and then the other thing is, is i just feel like it's uh, like when i'm always clean and two there's no one else in there with me like you know i'm not it ain't nothing happening right. in bed so like that's what I thought about too because I was like okay do these people have activities going on in the bed because that's nasty do, that's, that's nasty disgusting like they I must always like, like these once a year people are either like me like just sad and you know just just, <laughs> just just like just desperately celibate or um or they're like always having sex like at their partner's house or something. Like they never, like they always stay over there. Like the partner never comes over here, right? Yeah. Like you can't. To, I guess you can't. Disgusting. Yeah. Like you can't be having sex in your on your. <laughs> you can't like you and then like not change them. Like what? What are you like a monster? What? You are a monster. <laughs> You're Spooky a Halloween. Monster. This is your time Spooky of me. Halloween. Halloween. Oh. Yeah, is- okay. <laughs> All that to say, welcome. This is Wait, Tell Me Everything. Welcome. Where we talk about nonsense for 10 minutes before introducing ourselves and the show. Um, yes. Welcome. And, say- and where we talk about what we talk, <laughs> we're supposed to talk about at the end, at the beginning. It's just so hard to keep it all compartmentalized. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to do. I, I don't know why I say this. I feel, okay, you know what? I feel like the pastor who was like, I'm not going to be long today. And then <laughs> they take are. an hour. That's me. Everything. <laughs> Every episode. I don't got much today for you. Um, <laughs> and like an hour and a half later, everybody's yeah. like, closing <laughs> prayer. Benediction. You said you were gonna be brief. Can you please? Oh my you god! Said you said gonna be fifteen minutes. You're still talking. Ninety minutes. Oh, that's in. horrible. I talked about sacrilege last week, but yeah, it's horrible. Let me stop. Excuse me. <laughs> all, the, all, all the many pastors who listen to our show. All, the, so all, sorry. The, all the many pastors. The multitude of pastors <laughs> that tune in week after week Just to hear our nonsense. The, the bevy of clergy that tune in on the Yeah, website. you know, that's that's our um target it's audience. Our target you audience. <laughs> if you didn't know. If you were not clear. If you were not clear. Oh God. 
<laughs> ladies who like soft pants and wine and clergy. And clergy. Those are and, our and, two. And which are not mutually exclusive groups, by the way, because I am. Right, because I you am, belong, both. To both. <laughs> I belong to both. <laughs> carrying Card carrying member, member of both. Proudly. Proudly <laughs> a card carrying member of both. <laughs> Oh, oh, my sister of the traveling of soft pants. I just, I just cracked up at that sister of the soft. Yeah. Yes, girl. Oh gosh. Okay, so um, hi. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, friend. I am so tired. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep well tonight. I hope because it was. Like I'm okay. very good, and I'm also sort of like pre-prepping because my my cleaning lady is supposed to come back. Um, she's been out of the country for uh, oh god forever, like for like two months now. You know, she works for mm. this like Richie Rich family. Um, like it's really like Richie Rich, and so they mm-hmm. they they take her away with her when they go places. Like and they're always somewhere. Like I mean, she she's like living her best life, taking care of these people's kids, in like mm-hmm. you know, like I'll text her and she'll be like, "Oh, I can't. I'm not in. Where are we? We're in Germany right now, or we're in Turkey, or and I want to say last this most recent time she was in Ireland. Um, mm. so my cleaning lady, first of all, is just living her best life. I'm not even mad at it, but. It does mean like we have these long stints now, like like between cleanings, you know, because she's totally game to like still like do cleanings, like when she's in town, you know, just for like, you know, whatever, like pocket money, I guess, because she's obviously getting well compensated for well compensated. So, um, so yeah, so I'm also kind of pre prepping for that because there's like a certain amount of shame that I like carry. from like how like how much work I make her do um, when she comes back after a long stint and the house is just like a pigsty um, or I should say a dog and a cat sty um, so so yeah so this is sort of like my because she's supposed to come back um, at the end of this month so I was like okay, okay if I get like a good thorough whatever you know, kind of a prelim cleaning, then when she comes back, I won't feel as judged. (laughs) Not that she would ever say anything, but I feel like she has to, in like her mind, be like, this chick. So that's it. Okay, I'm sorry. I just got a post real estate drama oh my goodness so. i was like where did she go all right yeah i'm sorry yeah i'm back you talking about um lord jesus how the, to clean before your house cleaner gets there never mind just never mind no i heard you i know i was like distracted for like less than five seconds but no. okay so yes What's going on in the news? Okay, so kind of just general news. Um, a couple of the main things uh, that are happening in these United States. Um, out of Reuters, 
um, by Lisa Shoemaker. Uh, U.S. sees highest number of new COVID cases in the past two days. Um, so, um, in the past two days, keeping um, the U- U.S. has seen its highest ever number of new COVID-19 cases in the past two days, keeping the pandemic a top election issue as Vice President Mike Pence travels the country to campaign despite close aides testing positive. So did you hear this? He's got like five people people on Mm -hmm. the Mike Pence team team, um, are all... COVID positive. Now, apparently he and uh, Mrs. Pence are have tested negative. Um, but yeah, I'm, but I'm just all, like, also like, clearly you've been exposed if these are all your right. aides, so whatever. So, so you're just gallivanting around the country. Yeah. And their schedule, have you seen their schedule? Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, like, they are, like, the only good thing about not that, not that it's a good, but the only like kind of like like uh, uh, positive thing about this is just that the Trump campaign is clearly like aware that they are like they still need to campaign like they're no, like no one like mm-hmm. you know like it's so for me I'm sort of just like okay well at least that's a sign or like an indication that they're feeling the pressure to stay out there or whatever um but like honestly, yeah, they're they're all over the place. You know, it's mainly like swing states. Um, yeah. So, but right now, like, there's so there's a lot of like just COVID things happening all over the country. So you've got the campaign. Pence's people are all like down for the count, and then um, in the city of El Paso, Texas, they're asking residents to stay home for the next two weeks. So they're basically trying to do a two week shutdown. Um, in El Paso and the wider El Paso County um, where they're closing their parks and recreation facilities for 14 days because their numbers are like spiked over the last three mm. weeks. The number of hospitalized COVID-19 patients in El Paso area has tripled to a record 786 um, mm. just for that area, which that's, I mean, I don't know. I have no, I really have no idea how large El Paso is. Um, but seven, like 786 hospitalized patients, even if it's amongst, I don't know, um, just, you know, like 10 hospitals, that's a lot of, that's a lot of COVID units. Um, so on Saturday, Texas governor, Greg Abbott asked the federal government to allow the use of an army medical center at Fort Bliss by uh to for non-corona patients um to ease the burden on hospitals um so that's in the works um yeah and you've got pence flying around around the country then the cases in the midwest have also set a new record on saturday Mm -hmm. and the number of hospitalized COVID 19 patients in that region hit an all-time high for the ninth day in a row hospitals are strained in several states including north dakota which is the hardest hit based on recent new cases per capita. Um, and that's according to uh, Reuters analysis. Um, so far in October, 29 states have set records for increases in new cases, including five considered key in the November 3rd presidential election, Ohio, Michigan, 
North Carolina, and Wisconsin. So these are all places that have like previously not, you know, ha- mm-hmm. like have not been had like a lot of cases, have not had a lot of cases. So I think, I mean, so it's really interesting. Like if you think about the degree to which places who that have been like, you know, New York, LA, like all the bigger cities, like all the metropolitan areas that were like biggest hit early on San Francisco, um, Pacific Northwest cities like Seattle, you know, um, Mm -hmm. uh, in Portland, like you had all these places that were like heavily hit because they were like urban and packed or whatever. And, who have had all this lead up time to like really feel the effects of the pandemic very like personally. And then you had all these other places in in the, in between, you know, that um, had not, you know, and like a lot, I was listening to this uh, podcast newscast the other day that was saying how the rural, like rural places were really feeling safe because they're like oh this is a city thing not an out here in the country thing Mm -hmm. but now all these places are starting to see more and more cases because they haven't been taking any precautions because they've been feeling really like you know resilient like this is not yeah this is this isn't our problem this isn't our problem and so so it's interesting to me because i feel like i you know it uh, you know, I wonder if it would have at all influenced, um, especially for these swing states, influenced their voting um, if they haven't already voted um, and if they're starting to see like what like what it can look like, um, if, mm-hmm. you know, like if it will influence their voting or if they haven't early voted already, like just in terms of like the handling of the pandemic, because obviously we had the last presidential um election debate this past week and that was one of the you know key areas that were um, tackled you know like just um, the handling of the pandemic overall by Trump and like what would Biden do differently or whatever Um, so and we're not going to cover the debate but it's just um, I will say like thank you I know yeah we're not going to do it but the the good thing was like they did actually like have like for all have a debate yeah have for all intents and purposes they had a debate Um, but all that to say as long as we're on the election the other thing that I I, uh, pulled is is this this whole thing with the pre-election so this is from uh, CNN politics Um, pre-election voting surpasses all 2016 early ballots cast with nine days left until election day so this number this like the the number for this is staggering so more than 58.7 million americans 58.7 million americans have already voted so far according to that's amazing (laughs) that's like more than some elections like period yeah Yeah. 58.7 million americans have voted so far according to a survey of election officials in all 50 states and washington dc and this the survey was done by cnn edison research and catalyst now compare that to this in 2016 so four years ago around 58.3 million pre-election ballots were cast including ballots in the three vote by mail states that year. Mm-hmm. So that's period. Like that's like not a in 2016. Yeah. Like 
the entire election, the entire not election, for two weeks before or a week or whatever right. before with, the election. Again, yeah. like with nine days out, right? So, like, yeah. um, that early vote accounted for about forty-two percent of all ballots cast in twenty sixteen. So we're already past the forty-two percent from four years ago that we're already in, and like you know, so. Um, so again, like they then they make the very obvious statement pre election day voting is skyrocketing nationwide amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, and states are reporting record breaking turnout as voters are energized to vote by mail or early in person before November. Detailed voter information comes from Catalyst, the company that provides data and analytics and other services to Democrats academics and nonprofit issue advocacy organizations. So 54% of those uh, 58.7 million votes already cast this cycle comes from CNN's 16 most competitively rated, I'm sorry, competitively ranked states, which will play a crucial role in determining who wins the presidency this year. Among those states, Minnesota, Georgia, no, not Georgia. Uh, (laughs) Minnesota has currently seen the largest percentage increase in early voting turnout compared to the last cycle. Um, And then by age, younger voters, ages 18 to 29, are also casting significantly more ballots and make up a greater share of the pre-election day vote than they did around the same time four years ago in all of the key states with with the information that's currently available. Across all 14 of these key states, voters below the age of 30 have seen upticks in their share of the early vote compared to this point in 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it just kind of like breaks down, you know, like whatever, like all the analytics of it. Um, so it's it's very interesting. With regard to Florida, it says Trump won Florida by a little over one percentage point in 2016, and capturing the Sunshine State again this year is critical to his reelection prospects. While Florida Democrats maintain an advantage in pre-election turnout, Catalyst data shows the gap narrowing as more voters participate in early voting across the state. Excuse me. Democrats now account for 43% of those early votes, while Republicans account for 36%. At this point in 2016, Hmm. Republicans held a razor thin, approximately one point lead in pre-election turnout. So... So, yeah. So, it's just, you know, and then it breaks it down by state, state by state. So... um, a really good article out of CNN politics just to kind of like get an idea. Like I honestly like cannot, like I, (laughs) I can't think about it. Like it makes me, I mean, I feel like it's like the same as like, I'm very anxious. It makes me very anxious to me. It's the same sensation of like, you know, like watch, like even like we were talking about the Dodgers last week and like, you know, checking in on okay, the scores. I just checked in on the score, like right, literally right now. Cause I was like, okay, okay. it's been a while since I checked. Okay. So they're up to, by two. Oh, thank God. But you know, it's like that. It's oh, that whole like, oh, yeah. like I can't watch. Like I, I do, I really do feel like I can't watch. Like I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch. Like I want to watch. And so like I'll tune in. Uh, and it's like ah, what? ah, I can't. Yeah. Like I can't. Then I feel like I can't. Like I don't like you know. Like it's like the crazy. Like I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to you know. Like it's I can't. Right. I I have that too. Like yeah. It's a whole lot. 
it's a whole lot of like just emotion and whatever and i i can't do it so yeah yeah so that's um so that's all connected you know of course uh much of the early voting like the article said has to do with COVID-19 and people you know taking advantage of pre-election uh opportunities um to not have to go in person or whatever so well I'm like really proud of my home state and the fact that you guys did it right by giving everyone an absentee ballot and giving them that option of course that's not the way (laughs) Georgia did it and excuse me Uh yeah it's been you know ridiculous yeah it's um at first I didn't know what was happening because I was like I hadn't really caught that that's what California was doing because so California mm-hmm. sent a mail-in ballot to every single person like any every single like registered voter you got a mail-in ballot you also got your sample ballot um and a list of so you got like all this so much first of all like I mean we talked about this last week a little bit too like California is just crazy with propositions like in the number of things that you get in the mail and then the like packet the official packet that comes was like there was one like magazine like thing that was all the different measures and the like you know all the information on all the different measures the yes the no the who supports so that there's like a, a whole booklet on that and then mm-hmm. then your like sample ballot um, which is also like its own booklet. Then like a third booklet that was like all the locations for voting centers when they open, you know, because some open on November, some open just this, like um, just on what's today's the what's today the twenty fifth? Yeah. So yeah. some some voting uh, centers opened yesterday. Some will open um, on I guess Friday or Thursday or Friday with whatever day is the thirtieth. Um, and then, and obviously, and those, and all of them will stay open through November 3rd. So those are the in-person options. And then there's also, um, the drop box for your ballot. So there's like a million ways to vote. So basically you got all those things in the mail plus the actual mail-in ballot. So if you chose not to go to a voting center and you wanted to mail in your ballot or you wanted to take that mail-in ballot and drop it off in a drop-off box, then you could do that, which is what I ended up doing. Um, so yeah, and then like a big like red warning that like <laughs> reminds you that you cannot vote twice. Like don't even try it. Like it's, everything is tracked. Like that's, you know, like there's a whole like, disclaimer like on it that's just like don't do it don't even make it a thing you know mm-hmm. so yeah so that's what california did and it was very helpful mm-hmm. so okay anyway last, nice. yeah good stuff so last story um this is i'm actually i looked at a couple of things um with regard to this and then i found um a, a, like a local like a u.s story with regard to it so this is a nsars protesters rally at dallas city hall 
Um, And this was published yesterday. So there's a growing outrage over the shooting deaths of peaceful protesters in Nigeria. Nearly 70 people have died during two weeks of demonstrations against police brutality. The unrest set off protests in Dallas on Saturday in a show of solidarity with those fighting a battle they say transcends borders. Hundreds gathered outside Dallas City Hall to draw awareness to what's happening in Nigeria, where conflict intensified this week. Tuesday, Nigerian security forces reportedly killed at least a dozen peaceful Mm. protesters. It's so awful. It followed days of demonstrations against the Nigerian special anti-robbery squad which which is widely known as SARS. SARS. So that's what it stands for. Special anti-robbery squad. It's a notorious police unit accused of torture and murder. The protests mm. spread online around the world from Beyonce calling it senseless brutality to Rihanna and also Idris Elba. Uh, in Dallas, the names of those killed in the unrest were read aloud Saturday to an audience full of people with family there. Uh, 19-year-old Aaron Lawson, who said he left Nigeria when he was 11, says, the thing that really hits me is the fact that could have easily been me if I was down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorraine Burabill is the first Nigerian-American elected to the Texas legislature. Much of her family lives in Nigeria. She said, we should all care about what's happening there. She says, the things that we hold dear, even as Americans, all of that is being violated. Um, Human rights are really what this fight is about and what's at stake. Nigeria is Africa's economic powerhouse with 200 million Mm -hmm. people. Texas is home to more Nigerian nationals than any other state. I was not aware of that. I I know, right? Like, I read that and was like, word? I had no idea. Well, you know what? It makes sense because a lot of Nigeria, like, there's a lot of oil. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, if you would, you know, kind of transfer that to, you know, Texas, I guess I would see the correlation there, but otherwise, that's weird. Okay. I don't know. It seems like I don't but like if you're I don't know. Like I just feel like people just come to I feel like when you're coming from another country to like, you know, like for like, you know, possibly better opportunity here or whatever it is, you kind of like land wherever you land. Like it's usually like more t- I I mean, I guess like it depends it, we, you kind of go to like maybe where there's family already or like, you know, like mm-hmm. something so I don't know. Um, but it's always like a weird place like how like certain people like remember I, I told you about our trip to San Antonio last year uh-huh. and how like there's this huge like I like kept seeing all these German names for like uh-huh. streets and neighborhoods and stuff and I was like what the heck so I looked it up and there's like this huge like influx of like German immigration like it's two periods in San Antonio's history they're like yeah the um somebody moved there mm-hmm. and then they saw like the um like the land that was very similar to like their area in Germany mm-hmm. and so it just became a thing so like yeah one person comes over two people then it's like a thing 
So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So it's just sort of like yeah, it just sort of multiplies just based on mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so just a little bit more about the SARS unit, and this is from a different article on CNN. It says the SARS unit was set up in 1992 to fight armed robbery and was given wide-ranging powers. Many of the officers do not wear uniforms or name tags that identify themselves. There have been numerous complaints that they had now turned on the citizens and were perpetuating were perpetrating the very crimes that they were set up to combat. Amnesty International documented documented 82 cases of police brutality in Nigeria between 2017 and 2020. In a damning report published in June 2020, the human rights organization said people in SARS custody were, quote, subjected to a variety of methods of torture, including hanging, mock, ex- mm. yeah, mock execution, beating, punching and kicking, burning with cigarettes, waterboarding, near asphyxiation with plastic bags, forcing det- detainees to assume stressful bodily positions, and sexual violence. Oh my gosh. So this, I mean, like, it's way, like, it's, like, so, like, I wanted to read that piece because, like, it's way more than just, like, I mean, I feel like we need to know, like, the difference and, like, the the context of, like, the police brutality that they're talking about versus, like, the police brutality that I think we're typically, like, watching and seeing which is not that it not to say like one is violent and bad everything's terrible but this like this like is like a full out extent like um, it's a known thing that they have basically become like vigilantes in a way like they're official though like they're so they're not vigilantes because they have like they're part of this official thing but they're acting completely out of like they're completely out of control. Um, so it's horrifying. And the fact that these protesters are being shot and killed in the street simply for protesting, what is obviously a horrible and um, despicable uh, organization that's been allowed to continue. Um, it's, it's beyond. It's beyond. So um so anyhow so we'll keep following this this story out of nigeria um because it just seems like um like i just you know like i, I don't know what I, i'm really interested to see like how because obviously it's been it's you know this uh this amnesty international uh data gathering started in 2017 so obviously it's like it's been like an ongoing thing so like when are they gonna how are they going to be able to like rein this in like i don't know how things Mm-mm. are gonna turn out there so very scary um and very sad um so yeah that's all i've got for newsworthy okay like how to start with my ridiculousness after that <laughs> yeah always always a thing always a okay thing. so i'm gonna start yeah really switch it up with the video heard around the world and it kind of happened i think before we taped but i mean i was having a day and this just made me so very happy i didn't know what to do so viral okay. box the video of the little girls with the cake. Oh. 
Yes. Okay. Explain the video for anyone who hasn't seen it. Okay. So there's been a video going around of two little girls. We've learned that they're sisters and I have a little bit more information about the background of this whole thing. Okay. So a little girl is like excited because it is her birthday. She is turning three. She is, there's a cake. There are people. She is like, yes, this is my day. And like, like you can see like the excitement that she's experiencing. Mm-hmm. So she is preparing to bend down and blow out her cake. And here comes her sister <sighs> next to her who leans over and blows out the cake. And not only did this heifer blow out her cake, she had the nerve to kind of like smirk and like go like so. Right. And what happened next oh. was hilarious so good baby girl grabbed that hair and lit into her lit and they had (laughs) lit into her they had to break her break this little uh, assault up yeah and then the little girl like kind of like her sister like the older sister like flipped her hair it was kind of did another little spark a smirk and again like me set baby girl off again she was like oh we still didn't right you still didn't think i was gonna still drag you and went back for more snatched her up i have watched that video so many times me too i'm kind of embarrassed it's sort of embarrassing that i found it so um gratifying but i mean i just it's the thing is it was (laughs) because we commented on one thread and like i think you said she was um what did you say what did you or were you the one who said she was unrepentant i thought that was you you said that no i said it was justified yeah you said justified no and then so i was like yes justified and then somebody else said and she did it out and unrepentant i was like unrepentant yes i was like all these things like oh it was so justified because like i was just like okay first of all you're wrong like you just couldn't let her have her movement so that was just wrong but it was that little smirk on her face that like before, during, and after, like she still, she held that smirk, like that smirk, even as she was getting her hair, like pulled from the root, she was still smiling. I was like, Oh yeah. You you deserve um, every bit of this little devil child. Oh my God. So, so apparently she, okay. So they are based in Brazil. This happened last (laughs) Sunday. Uh, It's Maria Uh um, Eduarda, Uh the Uh three-year-old, and Maria, and I don't know if it's Antonia. Okay. In Spanish, I don't know if it's all Portuguese would be pronounced that way. Um, She is six years old. Okay. And it was Maria Eduarda's birthday, and... um, Maria Antonia was upset because, you know, I'm going to call her Emmy. Because Emmy was getting all the love. Mm-hmm. She was getting gifts and kisses and attention. And, of course, she wasn't getting that. But I was like, you're six years old. You know what a birthday is. Right. So stop playing around. Right. Like, you're not two. 
you are six years old. You know what a birthday is. You know how this works. Right. So they were like, she, you know, was trying to get attention. So she did that. But they said no one expected M.E.'s reaction. (laughs) And somehow, I don't know how true that rings. Because Baby Girl acted, knew exactly what to do. Like, there was no, like, pause. Oh, because like, she's I had to do like it before. Happened. Yeah, I was like, they were like, they didn't expect it. I was like, Mm-mm. lies. This has happened before. I can almost guarantee. Let me tell you, little Maria Eduarda is uh, <laughs> always having to defend herself. Yep. Maria Anto- Antonia is a piece of work and she's always mm-hmm. trying to like get on her little sister's case mm-hmm. or whatever like try- you know not trying to let her shine she's jealous I need mm-hmm. her to stop um, so yeah Maria Eduarda has been defending herself because mm-hmm. she clearly knew how to throw them hands like <laughs> Yes, she had no problems. She was not confused at all about what to do. So, yeah, I'm like, girl, please. Yeah. So that is a kind of like more background of that story, which again brought so much pleasure. So much pleasure. And all I have to say is, Maria Antonia, what she doesn't understand is, uh, at some point. You know, Maria Eduarda is still smaller than her. That's not always going to be the but case. But that ain't case, always going to be the case, girl. She, there's going to come a point where she's either going to ma- at least match you or be like bigger and, and better than you. So you better get your stuff together because she is going to obliterate you. <laughs> like, yeah. The way she the- grabbed her, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. going for like patches of hair. She was like, I'm going to leave you like bald. That's what she was trying yeah. to do. And the funniest thing were like the other memes that came out of it. So it was like, um, so I was like, it could actually be switched around. I was like, true. It was like, you know, my plans 2020. Um, and they had the two sisters on one side. This one was like the most hated person on the internet this week. Oh, <laughs> it's so true. I was like, I know. Cause I, I mean, even people who are like way nicer than us was like, mm-hmm, yep, she deserved it. She did. That's what she did. She did. No one was sticking up for this child. Like, swear to she's like, okay, I feel bad Mm-mm. because it's like a, a child, but oh, she deserved it. I was like, thank you. She absolutely did. She and, got okay. all she had coming to her. She got it all. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone can relate because you all, you know that person. Mm-hmm. You work with that person. Yep. Grew up with that girl. Yep. And you didn't right. do what Emmy did and drag her. But you wish but you, you had. Felt that you wish you had. You look back so and I you're think, like, you know yes, what? I should have just lit into her. Why? Yeah. Why? I let that opportunity so there, go. I know. So their godmother made this video, posted on her Instagram, and someone told her to like make it public, and like, and that's all she wrote. Oh wow! So that's how. And so like their dad, I think, like at this point, didn't have any of those social media accounts, but now the girls do have an Instagram. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, but it's full of pictures of them being like sweet to each other. I'm like, "Mm -mm." Mm -mm. nope. We know the other we side. Know the we, know we know what's going on. We know the real. We saw it. Everybody done synced it. Yep. 
too late. Yes, them looking real sweet. Mm-hmm. But there is a picture of I was like, yeah, I love that I've given her a nickname of Emmy, like where she is just like, mm, she looking real, real like I'm tired of this. I don't want to take this picture. I don't like none of y'all right now. Mm-hmm. Like, get out my face. So yeah, she. I think she's a piece of work as well. So oh my goodness, yeah, this is hilarious. Hysterical. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah, so there we are with the best thing that happened. <laughs> it really was the best thing that happened <laughs> all week, all week long. Okay, so a couple of things. Wait, tell me everything. Um, first of all, like. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's not even like her. But Iggy Azalea, like, it was shocking. I didn't mention it on the show, but she had a baby. Okay. And, like, no one even knew that she was pregnant. So that's how off the grid she is and how no one cares. Uh Um, But someone saw her in, I guess, an airport Uh carrying a baby. And they're like, "Uh, why is Iggy Azalea carrying a baby? Like, where did the baby come from? But then, yeah, where did the baby come from? She has a prop baby, so not the prop uh, baby. Yeah, but no, like she was pregnant and everything, and like she showed pictures later. We're like, wow, okay, like you just were in the cut in the house, I guess, like during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like there's a big part of you not like being out and about. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so she broke up with the baby's dad, who is also a rapper. Um, let me get this right. Um, pretty, no, sorry, Playboy Cardi. Um, Wait, I'm they sorry. Broke up. Yeah, Playboy Cardi. So I don't ask me any questions because okay. I don't know <laughs> anything about these people. I can't. You know, I had to Google his picture. I don't. I don't know him. Just, you know, I'm straight, like, uh, What's the name? What's the one? I was like, I don't know him. Sorry to that man. I I don't know him. Kiki I just Palmer. feel like don't don't have babies with someone whose moniker is Playboy anything. Right, and then she started going on a. You know, Instagram live thing of you just lost a real one, this, this, and that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yes, I'm single. We're like, clearly, from all this, like, sub, you know, posting. Right. So, yeah. And so then she finally posted a picture of her baby, which she had not done all the time. Right. So I'm like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. There we go. So I was like, okay, Okay. cute little baby. Um, Adorable, as most babies are. Mm. Oh, we got into this whole thing about um, babies being, like, all babies are cute. And I was like, all babies are not cute. And so I remember (laughs) some friends. No, I was like, they're not. Because, like, like, babies have... Babies have like a parent's like attribute that doesn't belong on a little baby sometimes. Okay. And so like they'll grow into it. Like, you know, it's not like that was like, I'm not gonna call a baby ugly, but like all oh, babies are that like cute. Like it's like, oh Lord, they got some strong features. They got the daddy nose, they right. got this, they got this. So sometimes it's like it's just like a little awkward. They'll work it out, like it's fine. They'll but uh <laughs> they'll work it out. And so that's great. <laughs> I remember something that one of my friends said a long time ago. And it was so hilarious, and I never forgot. I was like, I remember the group of friends I was with, but I can't remember which one of them said it. But it okay. sounds like one who's like a little like less sweet than the other. But she was like, all babies are not cute or not pretty. 
she's like, but all babies are precious. And I was like, there we go. All babies are precious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, her baby is, is super cute. Nondescript. They're like super cute. Nondescript. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks like a baby. Like, that's the thing. Like, babies just like, they just, they exist a lot of times until they get a little bigger. I just, and then I'm very have... bad at like, I don't, I mean, like, I feel like, whatever, babies are babies. I'm not that into them. But like, like the thing that I'm like really bad at is like when people are like, oh, like, you know, like right out the, you know, right out the womb, folks are like, oh, he looks like you, or I can see this, and I'm like, uh-uh. no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, I'm like, that looks like a baby. Like, that looks like a generic baby. <laughs> That's what I said, like, nondescript. Yeah. They all look alike in the beginning. Give it about three, four months, then they kind of start to look like mama, daddy, whoever. Right. You know, black babies, they might get a little color by then. Like, but otherwise, Mm-mm. like, we all look the same. Like, there, some of us are bald, some of us have hair. Like, that's pretty much the whole, yeah. I was like, a baby, yeah. I was like, no, not a script. You're a baby, like, you're fine. And I love them because they're so precious and itty bitty. Like, I love babies. Like, I love babies so much. No, babies are cool. I mean, I prefer babies. (laughs) Babies are cool. (laughs) I mean, like, they're all right. No, no, babies are cool. It's like, like, I feel like there's a certain, like, there's a a certain age, age, and I don't know, I, I can't call it. But there's a certain turning point when I'm like, that's when I'm like, oh, they are right. with kids, you know, but like babies, like little babies and you get this hold and like they don't, you know, they're not, they're not talking back and they don't go nowhere. Like they stay in one place. Like uh, those oh, yeah, babies are cool. That's the most precious time. Like before yeah. they start walking, yeah, I love them then because I just like just like, call them and they just go to sleep and it's awesome. For aunties, it's awesome. For parents of no, these children, yeah. it's not so awesome. But that's my favorite, like, auntie time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, with um, with Mama Juju's uh, baby, um, mm-hmm. that was, that was like, my favorite thing, was just, like, going over to be like, okay, I'm coming over to hold her, you know, like, and it was just, like, yeah. super therapeutic. Like, I just want to, like, yeah. I, like, I was, like, I could, like, I could see, like, once I'm retired, like in doing like volunteer type stuff, like I could see doing that, like you know where you get to go hold and hold the babies. Like I'm like, yeah, like who, yeah. who doesn't want to hold a baby? Like it's so like they smell so good they and they're just so delightful. Cuddly. And they're cuddly and they just want to like you know keep you like just want to be kept warm and they're terrific. Babies are cool. Yeah, babies are cool. That's the one thing I do like about like babies and like like kids, even the ones who talk back eventually once they learn how to talk. But I was like, I love the like just just the cuddles. Like I love the auntie. Like I get all the good stuff. Like that's yeah, the best. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm all about other people. Get, I'm all about uh, certain people's not everybody's children. children. Not everybody's children. Let me tell mm-hmm. you. All of a sudden, I text messaged my neighbor the other day because for the last there was like at least two or three days this week where I'd come home and there would be like literally like just children outside screaming. And I was like because the because the trip thing is our building, the building next to us on either side none of these units have kids 
So I was like, what? Is, where do these kids where come is, from? Where do these kids come from? And why are you here? Because you know my neighborhood. Like, there's a ton of open grassy yeah. area everywhere and actually yeah. it's minimal over by me like there's just like a couple little patches of grass yeah. I'm like it's, it's not like even that like guard, ideal that old guard gate over there like there's not like a lot over there there's no yeah like, no they're back by the tennis court which is like not even like oh so I was like so I literally texted my neighbor and was like dude when did we move next to a playground because I I like <laughs> missed the memo and I was just like, he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's not just me. Um, so oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah so like, I love the like, children yeah. that I love, right? Like, but those the children of my friends and Strange, family, stranger babies, strangers' children. Mm-mm. Keep those children. No. Keep them. Keep, keep those. Them, yeah. Keep them over by you. Y'all can keep those children. They they're cute. I like seeing their pictures on Facebook. But yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So rude. <laughs> but yes. But we're good. We're very good aunties. Oh we're, yeah, we are. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. We're love next, it, love next, it, next level. We're next level. Yeah. I think I consider myself like I, it's in the tradition of my mother and father, who you know like ended up not having me until they were like thirty nine and forty. Uh-huh. but had lots of nieces and nephews on both sides mm-hmm. and who people were very upset when I was born <laughs> because yeah, that was it. I was messing up their auntie uncle right you know situation that they had because right. they were like at that point I think the only ones without kids right right of so course, yeah, yeah so they were the only ones without kids so they were just like auntie uncle and like you know oh showering all this sorry attention on mm-hmm. um, on the family kids and their friends kids and like yeah so people were upset with me like there was a story of my cousin Rosalind they were like everybody was at the hospital when I was born because it was mm-hmm. like a big deal and so they were like Rosalind you want to see uh, Auntie Rena's um, baby and so she goes up to the thing and she looks at my you know looks at me looks at my mom, she's like that's your baby and they were like, wow. like yeah. Wow. And she's they like she just kind of looked and just walked away. Like she was pissed. <laughs> she was like, There go my Ugh. my excellent Christmas gifts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> like, mm. But then they all tell me now, they're like, But we loved you, like, you know, once we like, yeah, once you were here, we got to know you. Like, we loved you. But, no, yeah, once we got we to know you. Happy. Yeah, we weren't happy about you coming along. Okay. That was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Um, yeah, so enough about that one. So, yeah, the babies, nondescript baby. Um, babies are cool. I think that should be the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> so, um, there was an interview with um, Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. They were on Ellen, I guess, and Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Oh gosh. Uh-huh. that out. Um so Tiffany, they're on she's guest hosting on the Ella DeGeneres show. Okay. And so for whatever reason, she was um interviewing. <laughs> I guess he had some projects coming out. He was interviewing, she was interviewing Marlon Wayans. Okay. And she straight up asked him, she was like, I know we I know we're friends and I know you love me. I love you. 
You have helped me in so many different aspects in life, gave me some great advice, but this is what I want to know. I have auditioned for so many of your movies, your family. Why do I never get cast? And so she says she remember in one um, project, Mm -hmm. it was a Tiffany Haddish type. Okay. And she auditioned for it and she still did not get it. Okay. And so and he was like, me and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Me and my family always say you're funny. As producers, you hire and cast people. You were always funny, but you were always on 10. And sometimes you're just inappropriate. Okay. And he was like, it's like a love scene, and you want to sit on the actor's lap and fart. And it's like no, Tiffany, it's not for the scene. So it was a moderation um, that you had that had to hit you. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so he was like, you know, it appears that you know you at a certain time of maturity and that stardom hits you. Never nothing personal. We love you. Um, we're proud of you. So that was kind of their exchange. Okay. Yeah. So. I feel like that's that like good feedback fair. for somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, accurate. Yeah, accurate. Like, I feel like that's why, like, I'm not like into her because I like you know, and not just her. Like, she she is that type of person who's always on ten, and I mm-hmm. just like gen like that category of people. <laughs> like, I'm generally like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like. It's because it's too much. Like you, I can't, I can't handle that. Like all the time. Like I can't handle it sometimes. It's so funny because I was in a, um, we had like a, a online kind of, I don't even know what to call it, like a panel or something. So there's this guy in our company mm-hmm. who is, he's like on the international like staff, and he is always on ten. So he made an appearance in this thing. He was like one of the speakers. And I had to text somebody and go, he's making me anxious. He is like <laughs> doing too much. And I was like, it's Zoom. We are on, on a Zoom. Right. And his energy is like too much. I have to go, I have to go stand over on the side. Like I was like, I can't listen to you. Like you're giving like very good information, but why are you yelling at me? Right. Like <laughs> take this morning how much coffee and red bull and all this stuff like it's like yeah and the person was like yeah he is always on 10 and i was like i can't take him he he like makes me nervous so like yeah like so people like tiffany haddish and it's like she's always trying to be on and it's like i don't even know that she's trying like i just i do feel like that's like she she buzzes at that level all the time like i don't know that she knows how to turn it off um yeah, I told you like that, like when we were like were at that Nick Cannon thing and she was like there and she knew the girl that I was with. So she like started talking to us. Uh-huh. And she was like, Yeah, like the whole time, like it was like jokes, 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 jokes. Like super on 10, like the whole time. And I was just like, her energy was just like, I'm exhausted, just in like this so 10 tired. minute conversation. So tired. So I was just like, oh, good grief. Um so yeah so yes so okay so yeah so I thought yeah that was good feedback and I'm Mm -hmm. glad that he was honest and didn't like shirk away from you know just telling her straight up even though they were like on tv so well and also like 
I don't know. Like, I feel some kind of way about like her using asking. Well, I feel like you're allowed to ask a question of somebody that you know. Like, it's but it's also different than like be like, we're on air on this interview that's supposed to be about something else. Um, but yeah, since, you could ask him that right. after the show. But since I have or you here, let me ask him, you because yeah. I do feel like you're kind of setting them up to lie, like, in, either to lie or to like you know or like to say something that ends up you know reading one way when it was really meant the other way but like because mm-hmm. they were caught in the spot like you know so like it just could have gone left in so many ways that I feel mm-hmm. like that's not like I mean and you're like saying like oh you know we're friends I love you da da so it's sort of like okay are we friends and do you love me because you're you like you clearly are like setting up a question that like could go either way for mm-hmm. me as I, you know, so I was just like, I don't know, like that bugs me. Like, I'm just kind of like, if you're really friends and you really love me, like, and you really need an answer to this question, like we could do this backstage or off air or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. And I do like that. Um, Cause it's kind of funny, especially coming from him because like he is someone who apparently has matured um sure over time because look at like he's almost 50 now so right and when yeah. he first like hit you know like he was super young and it yeah it's like, like 17 19 yeah, yeah he's like, like a, he's kid, like a so. kid so like yeah i would hope so <laughs> he's like a grown-ass <laughs> man now grown-ass grown man, ass yeah. man. you know so like what? yeah like clearly that's you know i just i don't know i was just that that bugs me that setup feels like a mm-hmm. it feels like a setup oh it absolutely was a setup but yeah he handled it very well Well, that's so. good i'm glad good he job. didn't get caught up mm-hmm. um the last thing uh-huh. is and um and i was like it'll tie into your little west wing catch-up for the week ah. um so hbo max had um featured a special benefit um, for the nonprofit when we all vote, mm. and it was like very nice. So they read they reunited the cast of the West Wing for mm-hmm. the first time in like um seventeen years. Okay, and um, so they did like they redid uh, one of the one great episode called Hartsfield Landing. Um, and so they did it kind of like in a play format. And so they had kind of like some little back of the behind the scenes of like the people um, participating. Um, and then in the middle, they had different people kind of talk. So it was like really, really nice. So I really enjoyed it. I can't, like I said, you haven't finished watching the entire um, series. So I can't go into much detail. But if you have watched the entirety of The West mm. Wing, I would suggest you watch it. I was so tired yesterday, like after this, my crazy work day, I came, grabbed a bottle of wine, re-upped my HBO Max um, subscription (laughs) so that I could watch this. I was like, yeah, so it came out on the 15th, but, you know, it's really good. Like Michelle Obama makes an appearance and, you know, all of our friends um, from the West Swing. Have you seen, I don't think, have you met my have you met Ainsley yet? Yeah, I love Ainsley. Okay, isn't she oh, okay. Isn't she the best? I love her. I love Ainsley. <laughs> she is um, I love her. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, met Ainsley. Um, so so here's so like okay, remember. So are we going into let's get personal? Yeah, go go for it. That that's all. Uh, like other stuff happened. Like something just happened with some folks, and I'm like whatever, I don't care. Go on. Um. So okay, so I am now. I think I just completed the second season of The West Wing. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very upset. Mm-hmm. That, As you should be. And I think it's wrong um, mm-hmm. that they uh, killed off uh, Mrs. Landingham for <laughs> what feels like um, no reason at all and completely unjustified. Um mm-hmm. I don't understand, and I'm <laughs> very sad. You're going through, she's going through the skate stages of, of grief. I am. <laughs> I am. I am so like, I, why? Why, why, why the little mm-hmm. old lady um, who was, who offer, did nothing but offer people cookies, but not everybody, because sometimes you didn't get a cookie. Um, yeah, when you're a man, Sam didn't need a cookie. Talk back. Right. But like, the story of like it was just so sad like the story of her her sons yeah like you already had like this like soft spot for her because she's like Mm -hmm. she's widowed her sons like went off to war and like died and all of this stuff you know but she's like you know but you're feeling like you know she's got like such great purpose because she like loves you know, loves the president and like, you know, is like... And you've seen like, because you've seen the backstory, right, with them, right? Well, they just, so like, the last episode, so there's the episode where she dies and then the follow-up episode is her uh, funeral. Two cath- so you're on two do, cathedrals? Huh? Are you on two cathedrals now or, or did you already finish it? I, I, I finished it. So that's the one where they like, so it's like two things are happening at once. You've got the like, going, they're flashing back to his meeting mrs landingham as a as a Mm -hmm. youth you get a little like you know a look at his like uh relationship with his father and Mm -hmm. um and then at the same time he's um about he he's did the him and the first lady have done the like interview to announce that he has ms to the world what do you think about that storyline um that was interesting like i thought it was really well done like those those all those episodes leading up like that's the other thing like i didn't i did not appreciate that we were like in the (laughs) middle of this other thing and then like they just like switched it up you didn't see it coming um really because that's like one life and that's what keeps the show interesting. <laughs> keeps you on your toes. I don't like it. So make it stop. Well, buckle up. I'm not <laughs> not entertained. I don't find it entertaining. <laughs> buckle up, bitch. Oh, yeah. So wrong. So so yeah. So um, best no, wing right now. I did, I, but I did think the whole storyline with the you know uh him having ms and you know i mean obviously like i was like obviously he's gonna run again like otherwise there's no show so like i was like you know i was like this is stupid like we're done folks you're like i see that there are several more seasons right like i was just like i mean even i feel like if you're in even in like if you were live watching it was just like clearly like this series is not coming to an end tomorrow so like yeah this is gonna keep going so um 
so yeah i i think that was like a very interesting storyline the whole like he's mm -hmm. he has this illness that he hasn't disclosed and what does that mean and blah 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 um so yeah so that's been good um what else there's something else i wanted to say um i'm still trying like i'm like so okay first of all <laughs> james evans is like the joint chief of staffs uh yes right but like, like admiral fitz wallace yes yeah but he like they keep referring to him like in these last several episodes like we've got to tell fitz wallace make sure fitz wallace knows about it and i'm like where, where is, is James? Adam, where, like, where's James <laughs> Evans? What happened? Someone has said, like, I think it was they were like he's he was expensive, and I was like, was he expensive? Okay, really? But I was like, they have a large ensemble cast. Okay, so, so then there's some other black man who is sort of like, well, I really think we need to talk to Fitz Wallace, and I'm like, who are you? Like. <laughs> Situation room. Right. I was like, okay, so it's like it was just so bizarre. Well, you have the national, the, the national um, security advisor who is um, the black lady, Anna Devere Smith. Yes, thank you. I was like, I'm, I'm thinking of her name, but I was thinking of Ava DuVernay. So I was like, that no, is not her that name. Is not her name. But I was like, it's similar. But you know what's yeah. funny okay. is seeing Anna Devere Smith. You know, she's been on several episodes now, but like the first time she came on, I was sort of like, hey, girl. So yes, so she pops in and out. Like I love the um the episode with um Sam's dad with right, the whole uh -huh. um the spy thing. Right. I just thought that was very that was I like that episode. That was interesting. Yeah, they with the dad, yeah. So yeah, so but like seriously, like once and is Anna Devere Smith dead? Like I feel like I haven't seen her in anything in forever. No. Oh well, no, because she appears in the. Oh, she's <laughs> in the West Wing reunion. <laughs> okay, so like, but literally, that was my reaction to seeing her. Like when she first popped up on stage, I was like, "Girl, where you been?" And then it got oh me thinking. God. Well, I was like, "Whatever happened to Anna Devere Smith?" Because in the early 2000s, she was everywhere. Like, she was, like, on all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shoot, I ain't thought about her or seen her. And, and, you know, and I was just like, and I've been meaning to look it up. Okay, well, I'm glad she's not dead. And um, and then somewhere, and I'm like, did I miss it? Because, like, there was that, like, uh, the, like, all the sexual tension between CJ and that reporter, Danny. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he just, like, disappeared. Does he come back? Do you want me to tell you that? No, I'm just wondering, like... Okay. <laughs> but, like, did I miss something? Or is it just, like, he's out of, He's out for a minute and then he comes back at some point? You can't tell me. Damn it! Why did he just disappear? And then, like, the other thing, like, Mandy, who I didn't like anyway... She just disappeared too without like any explanation from like one season to the next. Yeah, people just did not like her. So they said, like, yeah, she just got, you know, they just wrote her out. But they like didn't even write her out. Well, they? They, yeah, they just stopped including her. Like, right. no, she doesn't get like a, 
She an like elegant an exit. exit. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> she's, just like, she's like there all the time being annoying, and then all of a sudden she's not. And I They like, do that to people. Okay. So just, yeah, they do that to people, and then they'll pop up later. You're like, oh, okay, so they still work in the White House. You just don't ever see them, and all of a sudden now they no longer talk to them. Like, right that's so weird so like that's like you know because that that happened with mandy and i didn't mind so much but then when danny disappeared i was sort of like well what the hell happened with danny (laughs) (laughs) he was there all the time trying to get get up you know get cj pan trying to get it cj yeah yeah trying to get those uh uh those pants you know and i'm like what where'd he go did you love when he gave her the goldfish? Oh, that was really cute. Like, yeah, I was thought... enjoying the whole little like thing. And like then, the like, little thing, yeah. They like had a little falling out, but then they kind of like you know made up, and then all of a sudden he was just like ghost. I was like, what word? Like, okay, he's not even in the press room. What's happening? So much confusion. Anyway, um, so yeah, West Wing's going fine. Um. I want to like I keep wanting to look up like what year what year I'm in based on the season that I'm in um like as I move into season three like I'm like wondering like where we are in like the history of the world um so so yeah so it's fine um what else oh I watched a fun little movie on Netflix called mm-hmm. uh with army hammer who i enjoy okay it's mm-hmm. called very handsome he's very handsome it's called mm-hmm. rebecca and it's i saw that but i was like a little afraid to watch it it's not uh i thought it was gonna be scarier like i thought it was gonna be like ghost scary you know yeah um, that's what I thought. the wife i thought it was like some little ghost the, yeah but it's more of like the living with the like not it's not like a a really like an actual ghostly manifestation it's like more like oh living with the ghost of somebody in like this person's life or whatever uh yeah so there's like there's so like there's it it like seems like it's gonna go in like a creepy direction at one point and then it just you know then it like stops short of just being like super like creepy or whatever so it was actually really good like it's like Oh, oh awesome like so it's like, there's like a little a little bit of like a thriller but not like i mean it's not scary um yeah. it was good it was good and there's like antagonists and you know and then you know and just army hammer who's just fun to look at good to look at yeah um easy on the eyes so, um, hubba, so hubba. that was good yeah hubba, mm-hmm. hubba. and um hey there fella um so what anyway doing <laughs> 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 and this is why I'm by myself because none, <laughs> none of those things are really real. Oh um, my god, you have to watch a new new girl because like this is very much her like awkward breaking into show tunes like hello hello <laughs> like put on something sexy right. and she comes out and they're like there is nothing sexy about what you're wearing. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm gonna talk like this in a sexy voice. I'm gonna come up and sing see me sometime. sometime. Yeah, and they're like, "Please make it stop." stop. Yeah, that is not sexy. It's the opposite. Oh, that is so so good. 
Um, okay. Okay. So, so yeah. So that's I've been watching that. I watched that. That was really good. And then, um, what was the other thing? Oh, I can't remember. And so, okay. My other exciting news, personal news, is I've upgraded my phone to the latest iPhone 12 Pro. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about it is that it's a beautiful, they call it Pacific Blue. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty. Very pretty. Um, it's very pretty. And it's also got like a really nice camera on it. So like I had the 10s, so it wasn't like a huge jump, but the camera jump was significant. Um, so I'm very oh, pleased good. with the camera. Yeah. So so that was the other thing. And then my final, let's get personal, is um, yesterday for the first time in seven months and a few weeks, my uh, myself and two of our close mutual friends and you via FaceTime mm-hmm. uh, reunited face-to-face um in our friend's backyard for the fire pit and a reunion of the sisterhood of the soft pants and it was delightful yes um yeah i still can't believe that the last time so what you know again yesterday was october 24th the last time that we all saw each other um like we're out together in person yeah yeah, in person was march 9th so again longer than seven months like seven months and a couple of weeks since we last saw each other and the last time that we did like the backyard thing at annette's was january 3rd Mm. so that's crazy like that's a you know full nine months and, and some change um since we'd been you know, because we do the backyard thing at Annette's, like, I want to say, like, quarterly, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that was crazy that it had been that long. So, yeah, it was just so nice. So nice to, like, just, you know, build a charcuterie board and order food oh. and make margaritas and... Just all this stuff that we've done forever, but like that we again have not done in like months on end. So thankfully, Annette has a beautiful outdoor mm-hmm. living space. So her little like outdoor living room with the fire pit and the comfy chairs and the pergola and the lights and all of that. And like, thank you that it was like threatening to rain this weekend but it did not it was just like nice and brisk out so we could still do like an outdoor thing socially distanced like it was perfection so that was that was great like it just it was long long awaited and overdue of course but like I feel like everybody's everyone's overdue for contact Mm -hmm. and whatever so um but definitely long awaited so yeah so that was my my weekend and like i said earlier today i have been like a a hebrew slave in here like of my own making (laughs) just trying to like get this house in like some kind of like just acceptable state um 
yeah, I just decided to just go in. And um, I must say, it's looking a lot more presentable. Awesome. Yes. What about you? Um, just work, work, work. Um, we had like a new listing that went on the market this week, uh-huh. and it's been crazy bananas. Um, is this the one that I liked? Yeah, the little house, and it's like a very like reasonable amount and so there's just very little inventory in Atlanta so my Mm. clients are elderly so I didn't want people just kind of I knew like there would be a lot of showings like they can't be out of the house like five hours Mm. you know to accommodate this so we just did open houses on the weekend and that was it (laughs) and oh my god Oh my god! And now, and then COVID, like we just can't have people just like in and out, in and out. So we like have right. people in during a certain period of time, and then like wipe down their, you know, like disinfect their house. So um, there were like maybe over the two days, like about eighty people who came Ooh. to see this house. Eighty people. Yeah. So there were like thirty-eight on Saturday, and then the guy was like, "Yeah, there were about." 30 some 40 40 people today it was like the same amount today so yeah that's crazy last time i checked we have like oh like almost like what 36 offers shut up yeah so i'm like like yay like this is gonna be a done deal on monday but i am not looking for like yeah like your little uh multi offer <laughs> spreadsheet <laughs> Oh, girl, that spreadsheet is going to be extensive. Yes, I was like, I'm not looking forward to that part, but at least it will be done soon, so. And were they, I'm assuming they were all well over the asking? Most of them were. um, Mm -hmm. One of them wasn't, and I was like, girl, who, who, what? Yeah, where are you? What is this? No, ma'am. So, yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, they were... Good and it, are people uh, like because with that many offers like are people also like submitting letters or doing like the, someone like, did like us? a letter a couple of uh-huh. letters um someone did a video and i'm like girl these my clients don't have like they don't do email so um <laughs> i'm gonna have to sit there and show them this video on my phone like what i was like okay oh my sure goodness. so i was like that ain't swaying nobody so but yeah, so hey, she tried it. She tried it. I was like, you realize like that's not gonna work with everybody, but okay, I get you. Yeah. So yeah, so it's so I'm happy that that's wow. Gonna be a done deal tomorrow though. Yeah, I was gonna start like the that worksheet tonight, but then I was like, you know what? I am not because I've been out all since this morning. I've been out like lot. all day. I was like. I'm going to sit down, like, until it's time to, um, I was like, I'm going to cook something for dinner. I said I wasn't going to eat anything, but I was like, you know what? I'm a little hungry now, so I made, I'm like, some meatballs and some rice Mm -hmm. and some roasted broccoli, which is, like, my favorite. And, um, yeah, and I just ate, and I just, you know, drank some water. I didn't drink any wine tonight because I had a lot of wine the night before because, yeah, yesterday, like, I was at the open house yesterday. 
I did not go today. Like I went today to just like, hey, well, how how did it go? Um, but yesterday I was there the whole time and I was like, I exceeded my personal interaction quotient for the week. Right. So right. I was like, between that and the phone calls and the text messages and the emails, I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't want to talk to or see anybody else. Yes, I was invited <laughs> to a super spreader event that I was like <laughs> I was like Okay, people, I we are still, I know, like, I want to go out and have fun with my friends. Um, however, what I'm not going to do is have a party in a restaurant. Because that was the thing about this event, because this is a friend, this is a coworker of yours that was yeah. having a birthday party, right? And I still don't understand, like, I mean, I guess in Georgia, the weather is so unpredictable. But like, oh, it was yeah, raining like, cats, and that was the other thing because I was like, I'm because he kept he asked me if I was gonna come, and I was like, if I come, like, I won't stop by, do a drive by with my mask, and be out. Like, I'm not eating or drinking anything or taking off my mm-hmm. mask around you people because I know y'all are real cavalier. And but it was raining <laughs> cats and dogs, and so yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like people to the point where people like were stopping and moving to the side of the road because they couldn't handle driving in the rain oh no so i was like oh so i gotta get dressed to go somewhere then go back out into this that ain't happening nope nope Mm -mm. i'm gonna sit here with my wine watch my west wing be on the phone you know the zoom with y'all i was like no so yeah so so the weather is crazy so like but it's been still like kind of nice other than yesterday. Like it hasn't really rained a lot like this past week. So I saw I was like, are y'all gonna be outside or inside? Right. And he was like, inside. And I was like, no. Nope. Mm-mm. That's a hard no, friend. Hard it's no. a hard no, because like again, like I have eaten inside of a restaurant roughly since this has all happened. Like, sure. Like the restaurants I go in, like there's like temperature checks at the door, or like there's no one seated like on either side of you. Like if you're in a booth, there's no one in the booth, like on either side of you or across from you. Like you're in your own little pod. And you know, so I was like, okay, like I keep my mask on the whole time unless I'm eating. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, you know, and I was like, and it's been okay. But like to just, cause like I saw some pictures and I was like, people were just like all hugged up on people. No yeah. mask on. Cause I'm going to take the mask off to take a picture. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm, no. we're all drinking and eating. Oh, I need to take this mask off. And I was like, no, like I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Like all shoulder to shoulder with folks. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. I'm still kind of like mad because like I was around all these people yesterday and they were, we weren't like always I was like I still sure. have my mask on but I was like I'm not like going to be up in somebody's face without my mask on like it's just not going to happen so and yeah, so, yeah I was like you cool you my dude happy birthday but I ain't coming right. so <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like yo Love you've you. been the, you've been the worst places I was like have I I don't think I have I don't know that I have. I don't know that I have. I don't know that I have never gone to another super spreader event before. I I don't attend those. (laughs) So, mm -mm. so yeah, you thought that was really funny that I have been referring to this event as a super spreader. Like, yeah. 
I think it's hysterical, and I think it's funny that like he started referring to yes, it. Yes, he did. His super spreader <laughs> of it, like that's that. So like it was already funny that you were calling it that because truth. Yeah. And then like the fact that he like took it on as like a moniker for his own event, I was like, dude, make it stop! Like this is painful. Yes. Like text me like, are you coming to my super spreader event? And I was like, <laughs> stop it! Make it make it stop i can't i can't oh my word oh, uh, georgia yeah georgia are... it's like i get it we're all tired of this we are all tired we all want to yeah. see each other and be around you know each other because nobody is meant to be like isolated this long especially no. like some of us you know yeah, it's it's too much. It's a lot. So I get it, but no. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. <sighs> it ain't over like we reported earlier in our earlier segment. The pandemic ain't over. <laughs> not only is it not over, like it's, it's about ramping to ramp up, up again. Yeah. It's ramping back up. It's picking up speed, places that it hasn't been. And yeah, so just stop it, folks. Come on. Just cut um, it out. And the Dodgers are killing me. So <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. They're they're still up, but I'm like they're after yesterday, up? like very nervous. We, where are we now? Is it two and two right it's now? It's tied. Or- so okay. they win tonight. Then you know there's only one more game, and they'll win. So the next game is not until Tuesday. Right. They get a little break. So I'm just praying. Like yeah. So last. Okay. So I'm gonna talk. Okay. One last thing. Okay. So again, like I'm a preacher. One last thing. So, one last thing. Preacher. <laughs> yeah. Preach, preacher. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let them use, yeah. Let them use. So, okay. So our closer is Kenley Jansen, who I love. Um, Kenley's been a little inconsistent. So whenever we lose, like most people, they blame Kenley and they blame Dave Roberts. Let's like take. Let's just like for um, you know, for a second. Ignore the fact that since we've had Dave Roberts, we've been to the World Series three times in the last four years. Right. We haven't won. Like, one year, like, they were cheaters who cheated. So we're not going to talk about that. But, like, are you serious? Are you seriously going to talk about Dave Roberts? Like, don't you dare. I'm like, I'm going straight, like, what's her name? Like, don't you talk about Miss Jenkins that way. Don't you talk about Dave Roberts that way. How Mm -hmm. dare you? Oh, speaking of that. There's a new Miss Bonita thing that Kim Wayans oh. did. Have you seen that? You know what? Yes. I, I haven't I haven't watched it, but I Okay, watch it. It's pretty funny. There, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah. yeah, so how dare you? Don't you talk about Dave Roberts like that? And two, people have been, of course, um sending racist messages and comments on Kenley um Jensen's um Instagram. I've noticed like his last few posts, he's turned off commenting. Um, they have threatened him, his wife, what? and his children. Whoa, whoa, that's crazy. I was like, why are you crazy? Two, this is a game. No one is more invested in winning than he is and other people who actually get paid 
to play this game. Like, this is their right. dream. These are their goals. This is their livelihood. Like, this is their dream. Like, you sitting at home, are you right. serious right now? You're not, you don't have more at stake than he does. No, you really don't. Whether he's and if from, you think like, that you Los do, Angeles or not, like, right. you know, yeah, he's from Curacao, but whatever. Like, this is his team. He's done great things for the organization. How dare you keep your racist, stupid, ignorant, yeah. like, comments to yourself, like, and I'm ashamed. Because, like, I'm on some Dodger boards, and, yeah, like, I'm ashamed of some of the comments that have been made. I'm like, that's really disgusting people are yeah it's just gross like it's just gross i hate i hate that yeah so um <clears throat> so yeah we're almost there so almost there yeah. hey you know i looked at target for a shirt for you and they didn't have any world series anything they had mm. dodger paraphernalia but just like regular dodger stuff i didn't have anything that said like you know um league champions or anything yeah, so it's probably only at the store. Like the MLB so, store or whatever? The MLB store or at the stadium. Because mm. so, that's where we had to go to get my last shirt. So mm. I'll pull out my shirt from 2017. I will pull it out. So I will proudly wear it on Tuesday. Yes! Yeah. Yep, so... Yeah, so that is it. So I'm gonna keep watching this. Oh, the other thing, mm. the crown. Did you see the crown um, season four um, trailer? I saw one of them because they've let. I, I don't know if it's like the. I don't. I th- feel like I saw a clip. I don't know if I saw the actual full blown trailer because they've released a couple of like little clips here and there. Okay, I, I just seen like the trailer that they have like, okay. on Netflix. So very excited. And I was like, okay, I knew this was gonna happen, like it's gonna be a while, but November 15th, it's almost here. It's so close. After all this time, I was like, it has been a very long time, but oh my gosh, so exciting. So exciting. I'm so excited for this this season with the introduction of Diana. Um mm-hmm. I think and I think the actress that they chose is so lovely like such a good like she's not like spot on mm-hmm. but she's got like the like an essence of her the essence of her like that's exactly what like mm-hmm. you know like I was like that's what you want like you don't want it to I for one like don't need her to be like exact you know like I want it to be like okay yeah no like I she she feels like her but doesn't like look dead on her you know like yeah so. embody like her there's like a few people who like managed to do that like not mm-hmm. look like the person but you're like yeah, you're, you're, I see that. You're that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to it. And it's, there's like, I'll tell you, there's this like guy who has a, a Instagram where he kind of talks about, you know, he's like, uses the voice of George or whatever. Mm. And um, he's so funny. He was like, gosh, that means they're almost, up, you know, up to us. Like, we'll be up soon. I wonder if they're gonna do it until then. Yeah, I don't. I feel like they said it's this coming season, and then one more. One more, right? So they're not gonna get to current. I don't feel like. And I feel like it shouldn't. They shouldn't because I feel like, like with a lot of these series, like 
even if you live through some of the things that they talk about, like once you have like the your the distance from it, like you have time to kind of analyze it and like frame it in a different right. way. And like I feel like if they do kind of up to present time, they're not gonna be able to do that. And so I really like yeah, yeah it's like impossible. I think they need to stop and do mm-hmm. it, you know, stop it at a certain point, like maybe like right after her death or something. Yeah, like I'm yeah. I'm interested to see where they cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um so and then like Margaret Thatcher is also this season. Like there's a lot of like good mm-hmm. like retrospective that's also gonna feel like I feel like for me, like you know, like I I was a kid, but I remember like I remember talking to my grandmother about like Diana, like her like the wedding and like you know, my grandmother was all like into the whole like, you know, mm-hmm. um the romance of it all <laughs> or whatever, you know, and so like, I remember like that. Like I remember, I remember like, seeing images of it on TV. Like I still oh, remember sure. that. Yeah. And then like, and then from the political side of it, like I remember like Margaret Thatcher being like a big like, you know, like a name that I knew that was like a household topic. Yeah, and it's um, like it'll be interesting yeah. to see like that dynamic because they were saying like I've been reading some articles about like their dynamic yeah. and how they didn't like how she didn't think that you know like on on um what do you call it on you know kind of like just outward appearances it didn't look like she would be very um much in line with harold wilson but they ended up having like a great kind of relationship Mm. um whereas like you know people were like oh the two women and they're like how like they didn't really like each other like they didn't get like along very well so and i think it's like it was partly like that um you know you're a woman in this job it was just like you know how they were just gonna navigate the just the dynamics of having like two women in these roles yeah it's i'm very interested to see how they how that how they portray all of that and what that all looks like so oh very excited oh the other exciting thing is just uh, speaking of shows that like i had been waiting for and that you know that i'm obsessed with um they just started a new season of the amazing race um and um and the cool thing about it is that it was all filmed pre-COVID. Um, so it's kind of a trip because it's like, yeah, it's just like, oh, I remember that world. <laughs> what? Say again? Like they filmed it all pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. So like it's 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 just like so it's just like the regular like amazing race like all the all the same components all the everything and they're just you know they're like they go from country to country to country so they're always like in and out of airports and grabbing taxis and all this stuff and it's just like it just feels like oh i remember that world (laughs) where you could just jump on a plane and you know like Oh my god, that that it was like feels the whole very thing. like nostalgic, even yes. though it's just, you know, it's like it's so, so weird. weird when I'm like watching. Um, I remember like we were watching Insecure, and I'm just like, I remember when I could go outside, I and I remember yeah. when I could go have brunch with people, and then go do this, and I remember vac- when I can go on vacation and feel comfortable. Yeah, even though there are a and lot you, of people doing yeah. that, and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable doing. No, it's just the it's the comfortability piece. And then the other thing that was really interesting too was real quick, um, there's a new season out. We need to uh, enable just, this real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> there's another season out of um uh Shark Tank. 
Uh, you know the, the like the whole like entrepreneurship and it's post-covid so they like like they made it like you know the first opening episode was like all about like all the precautions that they're taking and how they're like they like built a whole new studio where they're like everyone's like super spaced out and all this sort of stuff or whatever and here's the interesting thing so have you watched shark tank before like maybe once or twice not a lot so like mm-hmm. I love Shark King. So, like, you know, the entrepreneurs come on, they do their presentation, the sharks, like, all ask questions, and if it's, you know, something that they want to invest in, they, like, might have a bidding war over, like, who's going to be, like, the investor or whatever, Mm -hmm. and, like, so... um, So, but because it's all post-COVID, like, they've got it so that it's, like, all spaced out, all this stuff, like, they, uh, if they have, like, a product or, like, some, like, it's more than just, like, a service that they provide or something, Mm -hmm. like, usually the entrepreneur would, like, bring the product and, like, you know, like, give each shark, but instead they have it already, like, set up in front of each shark, so, like, there's no handing out of things, Uh there's no passing out, and then the other piece of it that, like, I was surprised how much this detracted from the show was that, they don't get to like celebrate the way that they usually do. So like in the past, like when they're like make a deal and like the the entrepreneur and the like shark like agree and like they're like, you've got a deal, like whatever. They like get up, there's like hugging or Mm -hmm. high-fiving or like, you know, there's some like, you know, like handshaking and embracing or whatever. And it's sort of like this like, and none like they can't do any of that. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh, like I was really surprised how much it took away from just like the show overall, like the sort of, cause like the stories are the same and the like excitement and the like glee of like being able to like get this investor who's gonna like help you make your product nationwide or multi-million dollar company or whatever it's gonna be, right? Mm-hmm. But like, so all of that's the same and then it's sort of like, all right, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, there's like, you know, fist pumping in the air and whatever, but they like, can't, like the shark can't get up from their chair to come over. There's like no crossing that like boundary at all. Mm-mm. So it's very interesting. Like I was just like, just the different, like, so like two shows that I like watch pretty religiously and I like enjoy very much and like just how different it is to see like one that was like filmed pre-pandemic and it's still the same and you know like still get everything out of it that I normally would and then like this other one where it's just sort of like oh well that's just mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so yeah so anyway I just wanted to comment on that because I just was like I can't like of course, like of course that this is like one of the big parts of the show is like the like celebratory piece of it and they don't really get to do that. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm ready for like another shutdown. I'm like okay, I'm like feeling like if Biden wins we're gonna have another one. So Well, I think it'll be a combination of things, right? Like if Biden wins, um Based on what's happening now in all these places or whatever, um, like, yeah, like, I think that. And a national mask mandate, I also Like, think. at least a national mask mandate, which mm-hmm. honestly, like, is well overdue. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the people throwing a fit 
you know, like a little tantrum because they mm-hmm. don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just deal with it. Honestly, I can't take the the the, the moaning and the whatever. So right. All righty. So over it. All right. Well, once again, I do believe that we have covered it everything. all. Mm-hmm. And some stuff you didn't even want to know. <laughs> so many things that you probably didn't want to know, but mm-hmm. there you have it. Um, all right. Went back well, to watching Nun Hill until I go to bed. And uh, yeah. Yeah, there you have it. I'm going to try to finish this laundry. <laughs> oh, I think I do have some <laughs> clothes in the laundry. Okay. Mm. Take them out. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And we're uh, what? uh, What do we say? Nine days away from the election. If you haven't gotten vote, go vote. Mm -hmm. Vote early. Get it done. Get her done. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>